Welcome to a podcast where two cool guys just talk about Star Trek on a Saturday. Ba da ba 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 ba. Hello. I'm too energetic this morning. <laughs> no, I like that one. <laughs> My name's Leal, and I like Star Trek, and this is Star Trek Sucks. I'm Jack. I don't. I read a lot. <laughs> so I'm tired of saying I don't like Star Trek. <laughs> It's because it's growing on you. It's not because of that. I'm just tired of doing the same intro every week. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to uh, have a surprise for you this episode, and I just looked at the options <laughs> on, on the a, TV on the Netflix, <laughs> and uh, and I can't do this. I really wanted to be, to put it on in a different language. I just watch an entire episode in a, in a foreign language, but it's only in English without telling me. So like. How did you think that was going to play out? Like uh, was, a minute in, I'd be like, "Dude, what the? F- change it." No, I was going to tell you beforehand. <laughs> okay, I just thought it'd be really fun. That would be fun <laughs> to, to watch an episode. Just that, try to figure it out from context. I bet we would be able to follow. I'd probably it. get there. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd probably get about ninety percent of the way there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could definitely tell. Uh, for example, that uh, Ferengi are horrifying racist Jew stereotypes. Yeah, with that, no you don't audio. need any audio for that. Nope. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, you would be able to tell all of the things you need to know about Code of Honor. No audio. No audio required for that one either. Yep. In fact, it might make more sense because the way they try to explain their social dynamic is nonsense oh yeah that's so. true it would actually leave out a lot of the... <laughs> it would actually yeah <laughs> yeah it might work better i feel like that episode lat or not yeah the the uh the uh too short a time or too short a season would not make more sense with no audio no because <laughs> it did not make sense with the <laughs> like, audio. why is there a different actor what <laughs> why is he first of all why does what is on his face yeah <laughs> That's first of all. Yeah. Um, well, I just uh, I, I jumped you the ruined, gun on that. Yeah, you yeah. ruined our next segment. Well, and I did not remember what the last what last week's was till you said that. Well, I ruined our last segment. Why don't you tell listeners what happened last week? Well, there. Okay, I don't actually remember that much. There's a guy. There's an admiral who has a admiral's disease. Um, yep. And then he takes an overdose of some kind of rejuvenation drug yeah and then there's a local warlord that's mad at him for selling weapons to him to both sides yeah to everybody but and his revenge is it's a revenge plot but he, the revenge seems to be to just get him to come to him so he can shoot him. Yeah, it which never, is not <laughs> it's not exactly Shakespearean. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't quite because he also he made the comment that like his people would demand that that guy like see justice, right? But it's a country that was in like civil well, war for forty years, and then they've just he's, he's mad on behalf of the planet. Like he's mad that the at the guy for selling them weapons because so many people died in the Civil War, which I would get if you weren't one of the warlords, right? Like <laughs> if you weren't one of the original guys. Like if I was just a guy, I'd be like, yeah, fuck you for bringing all these weapons here, right? Or if you, like if you were somebody who like this the second generation right. that had come up like born during the the Civil War and had been instrumental in ending it, and then you found out that. 
you know, one guy from another yeah. planet had been the one who gave all the fucking weapons that like ravaged yeah. your planet. That that would make way that more That would make sense. way more sense than yeah. one of the guys that was like, Hey, why don't you sell us weapons? Yeah, the guy who was like, I I'm mad that you didn't just give me a, an insane unfair advantage. I mean that's it's fine for him to be mad about that. But to, for him to be mad that the planet went into a bloody civil war, it's like you wanted a bloody civil war. What? You, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that'll bring us to Jack's top ten. I don't want to do the top ten anymore. No, I don't think it's very good content. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, then I'll just know. Listeners, tweet at us if you like. If the you top if 10 you want to hear the top ten, uh, I'll just I'll just continue Maybe to we'll note just tweet that. it out every week. Uh, oh yeah, we could do that. Yeah, let's um, just do that. We'll yeah. post it. Uh, but for the record, Justice is still Jack's favorite episode of, of Star yes, Trek. The obviously. Next <laughs> it's going to take it. That's all, honestly the thing why we shouldn't do the top 10 on the on like live anymore. Because it's like, it's just going to be joking about Justice yeah. every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you like to make a uh, an alternate content recommendation? Um. So I guess, I don't, well, I was going to say True Detective season one yeah i started watching it i think i only like the parts where they're driving around in the desert and matthew mcconaughey's being a nihilist and i don't the rem- guy from cheers is being a complete piece of shit <laughs> i don't remember it that well um i i watched it's more it. of a mood piece i don't yeah i didn't find the central mystery that interesting and i kind of stopped watching it too so maybe i need to get back on it because i did i stopped watching it halfway through but i i really liked the vibe and yeah and i remember liking the first season i didn't even bother watching any any i heard it's seasons not good after, after that, that. Yeah. um that's uh, what i've heard but yeah i remember watching it and thinking it was good but i really don't remember it's that a great about it's it. a great vibe um and mcconaughey is so everybody talks about the reconnaissance or whatever <laughs> i'm anyway, not familiar with that term <laughs> so like he be- <laughs> Is that when he went from being like yeah. the how to lose a guy in ten days, taking his yeah, shirt to being off a dumb bimbo to like a serious actor? Okay, um, so it would basically be like the uh, the Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Era. Well, I haven't like, seen any of the reconnaissance things until I saw it until I started watching this, uh, and I was and I always was kind of like not mystified by it, but just kind of like every time someone would talk about it, I'm like, huh, interesting. Uh, I, Dallas Buyers Club is really fucking excellent. Okay, so that's the alternate content recommendation. Is a movie I haven't seen, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should. I should watch that. Um, I want to make a uh, an album endorsement because I just uh, got. I just expanded my vinyl collection and I picked up uh, "Little Earthquakes" by Tori Amos, which uh, came out in the '90s and was an album I listened to a ton in high school and hadn't listened to in ages. And uh, Spotify like dropped it into one of my my mixes recently and i was like fuck i haven't heard this in ages and i uh and i just got the uh, album and listened to it all the way through again and just fucking fantastic and especially for anybody who's uh i think um if you're younger than me at all you know jack you're a couple years younger than me i have no idea what our what the age range of our listeners are (laughs) folks uh edmonton (laughs) Edmonton population get at us on twitter you can tweet at us at ship facts average age of edmonton county (laughs) Um, but yeah if you haven't heard that album it's really i mean she's just uh got this kind of really beautiful haunting uh piano playing style and um really uh great songwriting i'll I'll listen to it next time music um yeah that's uh oh do you want to do you want to take a stab at what this episode's about yeah what's the title it's called when the bow breaks
Is it bow or bow? But uh, I mean, I, I think B O U G H. Oh, that's bow. Yeah. yeah. That's from the Rockabye Baby thing, right? Uh huh. About breaks the cradle of fall. Yeah. Was this a Wesley episode? It is a Wesley episode. Oh, fuck. Uh, good. Like, way to go. Way to fucking. Way to fall. I Thanks, did, man, I'm firing on all cylinders today. Man. Yeah, I mean, I did not think. Like, it, it seems really random. But yeah, that's that's clearly where, where it uh, yeah, where, where it comes from. This. Um, but yeah, I don't know that I would have made that connection. Uh, but yeah, it's about Wes and the other children on the ship. Uh, this is gonna be interminable. <laughs> it's gonna be when the bow breaks, everybody. Okay. <laughs> the Enterprise, the military slash scientific slash family cruise vessel. <laughs> so, yeah. We open the open the episode with a reminder. Hey, there's kids on this Just ship. Running around at places where like also the senior officers of the ship are walking <laughs> and here's the like it makes sense that a deep space vessel would have families on it absolutely like kind of necessary yeah because otherwise who's gonna sign up for you know 10 20 years yeah of, like like yeah. if yeah, yeah, if, yeah if if signing on for this 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 ship means that you can't have a family or a normal life right yeah that's gonna limit the number of people oh, and who also are you're gonna, gonna get weirdos yeah like that's, that's what I mean by limit. Yeah, yeah. Not only does it limit the number, but it also limits the type of person you're gonna get, and you're not gonna get the best. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna get, get people like me. You're gonna get the people you don't want to be in space with. Yeah, like me. <laughs> so <laughs> they get. <laughs> we introduce the concept of this planet, and. Uh, <laughs> The, the Hang on, first, the, one of the first lines, the, this kid, Harry, uh-huh. runs into Riker, and, and then and like literally runs into him. Yeah. Fucks up Riker's leg, which means Riker is a fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, because that's an 80-pound... A five-year-old ran into yeah, me, and now an I'm limping. pound child. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um... He says, "Go in somewhere, Harry." And I just, I was like, "You're a wizard, Harry." <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's all. I got. <laughs> um, and so yeah, and there's like the little exchange between Harry and his dad because Harry hates calculus. Uh, again, he's six or whatever. I know it's it's kind of one of those things of like in the future. In the future, children do calculus. Okay, sure, fine. fine. I mean, people are getting more like. There is a thing like they have to renorm the IQ test every yeah. few years because people just naturally like the norm. The norm score keeps going up. Yeah, I mean IQ tests are kind of bullshit, but they do measure something, and whatever they're measuring is going up. Yeah, but no, six year olds will not be doing calculus in the future. The brain still has to grow. Well, the brain still has <laughs> to grow, and calculus still requires a substantial foundation right. you of have to, other mathematics. Yeah, you have to theory. learn arithmetic and then algebra and trigonometry before calculus makes any fucking sense. Yeah, like calculus like you can't just in, do it. <laughs> I, calculus in the early teens kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like calculus. I, mean, I was L- doing calculus when I was like fourteen. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah that, that that so anyway, ladies, nitpick. 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> so uh, Riker gets called to the bridge, and the captain tells Riker the name of the system that they're in, and then there's some sort of a power something something that they're yeah. following. And as soon as he names the system, Picard's like, huh? Uh, huh? Right? And Riker's like, ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yes, bitch. So they both know something. Makes no sense because no one else knows it, and yet it's somehow this like legend that Riker and Picard are both obsessed with. But no one else knows about it. Well, but conveniently so that it can be explained to the viewer. Right, but it's also it's compared to Atlantis, except uh, we know exactly where it is. Because like all that's said is, oh, we're in the blah 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 whatever right. system. Right. And Riker's like, oh my god, the legendary... This is, where the, this is where the secret planet is. Yeah, the legendary place Not where secret. the secret planet is. Yeah. Well, it's also... Like, the legend is, there's a planet here, but people have gone here and there's not a planet. That's a terrible legend. <laughs> That's a shitty legend. <laughs> Awful legend. <Yeah. laughs> that's like that's like if you were dog shit legend that's like if you're out uh with your friends downtown on a friday night and you're like oh i heard there's a really cool bar at this intersection and then you go to that intersection and there's not and there just isn't yeah the that doesn't turn into (laughs) oh there's must be a a mysterious bar that you can only see sometimes that turns into you're a fucking asshole and you're not allowed to tell us where to go anymore (laughs) yeah yeah that all adds up yeah so, also, nothing says prime directive like trying to find a civilization that is deliberately said, no, thank you. We would not like to be found. Yeah. That is peak prime directive right there. And I'm going to try not to uh, to nitpick on plot holes too much just because it's uh, whatever. Because uh, I have other things to do today. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like they know a whole bunch of information about like the galaxy that the Federation doesn't know, but they're a, a society that's been completely insular and hasn't left their own planet in thousands of years. Yeah. Wh- what? I don't... Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but so the planet re- reveals themselves, and uh, Rachel and Radish, the leaders of the planet, beam up. Radish. Pres- His name's Radish. <laughs> it's Radu, but I'm calling him okay. Radish. <laughs> Her name's not Rachel either, but I put it down yeah, as Rachel. Shit. <laughs> but they show up with a gift. <laughs> it's just the shittiest, like, Hobby Lobby <laughs> cornucopia <laughs> decoration. It's... It's the kind of thing you get when you forget to get an actual gift and you have to stop on the way to where you're going to get something. It is 100% like a realtor is staging a house yeah. and they're like, yeah. ah, this looks too blank. I need, yeah, literally, need literally anything, anything to put here. in this space. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so we very uh, quickly... Oh, oh, we, there was a, another new uh, uh, production element here that I really, really liked. So they... the. They scan the ship, like they scan the kids, yeah. uh, and there's this like with an extremely intrusive yellow beam. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's this weird like super close up handheld uh, angle that's like on on Picard's face during that sequence. Okay. That like again, it's another one of those things where like it's different from the rest of the way that the show is filmed to the right. point where it's jarring. <laughs> And those don't, those, I don't notice those, but it's like, I, I just, I feel like the show has got like, you know, it's just like one AD that's like 
artsy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the yeah the, the 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 photographers and the directors have like they've got their feet underneath them enough at this point in the show where they're like, ooh, this would be a cool angle for this. Like, make yeah, it feel take more a chance here. More like... suspensey. <laughs> Which hey, good for them. They're trying new stuff. Dude, the music cues. In, speaking of suspense, the music cues in this episode are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like the 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 disparity between like something sort of contentious happened, and then the actors are just sort of staring woodenly at each other. Yeah, woodenly, wooden, woodenly. Yeah, woodenly. There uh, you go. I said woodenly. Wood. You know, as you like a per, like how you would. Moving on, okay. um, but yeah, like, and then yeah, they'll just be like staring at each other, like clearly just waiting for someone to say cut, <laughs> and the music is just like, yeah. oh fuck, dude, uh, yeah, it's classic. So uh, the uh, uh, radish and Rachel want to propose a deal with the devil, um, and they one of the, the so they beam down the, the senior officers and one of the things that troy says when they they're like hey uh can, can we have your children and troy's like humans are unusually attached to their ch- children <laughs> that is most species yeah i feel like that's most species it's not that unusual actually yeah i mean most mammalian species yeah anyway. I, well and like, most humanoid species within this the, this universe reproduce similar like in right. quantity like because the only time that you're not particularly attached to your individual children is is if you're a species that yeah, produces just yeah. yeah just shit loads of them yeah. then who cares yeah. Yeah. um but then the other thing is just this problem could have been solved like even before we get to like the root of the problem and that it's being caused by their cloaking blah 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 they could have just recruited volunteers yeah Adoption's an option, baby. Yeah, it sounds like this planet. Also, it sounds like this planet is super nice. Yeah, it sounds like a great place. They could have just. Um, also, there's a doctor on the ship. You could be like, "Do you have any ideas about why we're infertile now?" Mm-hmm. You want because she figures it out. Spoiler immediately. She figures it out very quickly. What's wrong with them and why they're infertile? Yeah, you could just ask, man. <laughs> um, but uh, just done that. Uh, oh yeah. So speaking of that, uh, how did she gather that information? <laughs> by the slickest spycraft I've ever fucking seen on screen. Bab and Wesley super spies. Bab and Wesley did you see, super spies. Did you see the video of that one fucking guy at the caucus doing a quote unquote coin flip to decide? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was what it reminded me of. <laughs> it's like. What's well, come on, man? <laughs> what's bizarre about that video? We're talking about the Iowa caucus because uh, it's now a couple weeks uh, by the yeah. time listeners are listening to this. But yeah, there's one video of somebody doing a coin flip who it it doesn't look like he's cheating because his other hand is completely empty. It doesn't look like there's an alternate he's coin or anything to like feel that. Feel it in his hand. Yeah, it to get it. It looks like yeah. he has no idea how a coin flip is done. Yeah, it is, that's really what it is. It is utterly bizarre. Or he's, he's trying to figure out how to cheat, but he's never, yeah, never ever thought about how to cheat at a coin toss till just now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Wes and uh, and Beverly are, are reunited, and she very slickly. <laughs> hands him a medical hands, scanner and then he just holds it up and looks at it it's like just to make sure it is what he thinks it is gives it 
Because <laughs> they could like it, it clearly was not for the audience's benefit. Because we could we could clearly see them. Like also, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> like there, I mean, she's got her tricorder open in her pocket, and then she like slips something into his hand, and then he yeah, there's like a sh- close up shot of his hand open with the scanner thing from the tricorder. Yeah, but I didn't know what it was. I just, I was like, that is a piece of technology of uh, some uh, sort. Um. Anyway, th- yeah, that and was. And then he goes and hugs his new mom and scans her, <laughs> and then hands it back. It's like, got him. Yep, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, um. Oh yeah. So they kidnap the kids. Yeah. So they kid. We, we jumped way ahead on that, but. Uh. Um, yeah. So they've kidnapped the kids. Uh. And Patrick Stewart fucking bringing it in oh, this episode. God, I mean, he Incredible. brings it every week, but God yeah, This damn. was like a step above. I yeah. Mean, like, he, like, his rage at them kidnapping the kids was like, this, it's honestly, it's kind of jarring when he acts that well on this show, because it's like, <laughs> it just, it really makes all the other actors look even worse. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> like, actually, the guy that played Radish is, is a pretty decent kid. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was but, uh, uh, but all the, like, not bad. The regular actors on this show are just... Dog uh, shit. Oh, but also when they're uh, uh, one of the <laughs> notes that I wrote was when they are stealing the kids because we've got this shot of like each of the kids of what they're doing and then they get stolen away uh, and uh, one of the kids is playing a harp because fucking the future is all about Space harps. harps, baby. That is like the only we've got. We now know that Riker plays the trombone <laughs> and everybody else plays the harp. <laughs> Those imagine are just bands of like. Three, three harps and two trombones. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Oh, it's horrible. Oh, music in the future is going to be awful. I cannot unimagine. This is awful. Oh, oh my God! Oh, uh, just the two worst instruments to try and pair together. I can't. Th- Listeners, if you can think of two instruments that do not belong together more than the trombone and the harp, get, get at, at yeah, us. Yeah, get at us. Let's play a fun game on Twitter. <laughs> Tweet at us at ShipFacts or individually at WhoIsJackGun and at LeoLikeNeil. Let us know what other instruments would be absolutely fucking terrible <laughs> together. Um, so, yeah, and then the other thing <laughs> that immediately is a problem with uh, Rachel and Radish's plan. They have stolen seven children. Yeah, that is not going to repopulate your civilization. Nope. It's not going to get you there. Nope. That is not a critical mass of population. Nope. That is, uh, (laughs) what do you call it when you don't have enough genetic diversity and the population completely collapses, whatever that's called. Yeah. Um, Population collapse. Um yeah that is uh there's a really there's a really funny scene where the parents are they're all in the conference room the parents are freaking out and uh crusher says we all knew the risks when we came on the (laughs) ship and it's like did we did we know that space atlantis would teleport our children away when we came on the ship like it is it is fair to say we knew there would be risks i don't think we knew this was one of them no no this was not in the scenario book uh yeah that i i made a note about that line too because yeah and also yeah what is like what's your what's your angle there beverly on like how is that supposed to calm people down like listen 
All right, if you didn't want your children to get stole by Space Atlantis, you shouldn't have come out to space. Yeah, she's just being a piece of shit. Yeah, she's just being an asshole about <laughs> she's it. She's just trying to make herself feel better. Yeah. Um and the yeah, the whole um yeah, the the yeah, the thing about the just that there is no reason that they needed to steal children, but also they were picky about which children they stole. Yep, they scanned they, them all to make sure they only got the geniuses. Yeah, they they are a society on the verge of collapse. Also, like, that's like, oh, oh no, we only want the seven yeah, good ones. Like, yeah, we don't have any kids, but let's still be eugenicists. Yeah, <laughs> like no, you take what you get. <laughs> yeah. You, you, if your plan to save your society is kidnapping children, you take what you get. You take all of the. You, you take, take every, as many as you yeah, can. You take as many as you can get. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then the um, the little redhead girl is l- just immediately cool with it. Like Rachel decides <laughs> yeah. that she's gonna <laughs> kinda, adopt that. Kind of disproves my theory about them only taking geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going on with that redhead girl. <laughs> Um, I mean, she's the youngest one of the group, no, and it's, so I'm, it's, I'm, I'm being a dick. No, no, I no, but I, I there is there is validity to the idea that wait, why is she as cool with this immediately? But Harry's kind of cool about it right away too. Like the girl, the harp player girl is at least like, um, oh, this thing is cool, but you know, I'm real fucking sad because like, you stole me from my parents, yeah. right? Yeah, like. On- I mean this this goes to my goes to show you how much of a fucking nerd uh, Wesley is. Oh, by the way, I fi- I figured it out. Wesley grows up to be Pete, Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, if anybody should be cool with this, it's the teenager, right? And the like, because you're supposed to be rebellious, and he's just not because he's a fucking nerd ass bitch. Well. Or he should be more like I don't know. They're all way yeah. He should either be way more cool with it or way more not cool with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that it takes him as long as it does to rebel and to decide to right. you know go on quote unquote go, go on strike. Like they should all be screaming and crying yes. and kicking and destroying everything yes. they can get their hands Absolutely. on yeah. immediately. Immediately, you um, you kidnapped me. But yeah, also. Uh, the little redhead girl was apparently supposed to go off to some other couple, and Rachel yeah. is immediately like, "No, never, I'm never mind. letting her go." And then they're like, "Okay, yeah." And then we never revisit that. Yeah. Okay. So we had an entire plan on what we were going to do with these children we stole. Yeah, we and- scanned them and learned what their what their aptitudes are, and we were going to put them with people that can teach them those things. But never mind, I guess. Yeah. Rachel gets like we could we didn't need that scene at all and that was another one like dramatic music cue oh tension's coming nope no no tension ever came nope we just immediately just dropped that (laughs) they just went oh okay well I Um, mean it it literally went to an ad break and then it just (laughs) never came up again yeah uh also we've got a great good job data here incredible oh so good incredible (laughs) One of the best I've ever seen. Uh, so <laughs> you go, you go ahead and tell it. So the captain is doing some spy craft. <laughs> <laughs> Very high level. It, he's he's got to get Crusher down to the planet so that she can sneak the the thing to Wesley so that he can medical scan one of them. Yeah. The way he accomplishes this is he says, according to regulation whatever 69 420 yeah um 
uh, we have to have a senior staff officer as well as the captain to negotiate any treaties or, or whatever. Yeah, and Radish is like, oh, okay. And he's like, fine, I don't care. Yeah. I'm keeping your kids, yeah. bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, uh, the good job comes that uh, the data doesn't... At least he waits till he's yeah. off the phone. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't immediately go, <laughs> Captain, I'm, I'm not familiar with Regulation 69-420. But yeah, he, he hangs up and... Tata's like, yeah, I'm not familiar with that. And the captain says, yeah, neither am I. And Tata's like, oh, okay. Oh! It's <laughs> like this very, very big look. He's just understood lying. <laughs> Again, as we established earlier, he has been in Starfleet for 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time someone's lied in front uh, of you. <laughs> good job, Data. Good job, Data. Oh, buddy. Um, yeah, one of the other things that happens during like the negotiation is Radish seems so like uh, t- he, he seems to have been so unprepared for the way that the that the humans react to what they're <laughs> no, doing. He's just caught flat-footed by the fact that anybody would be like, "No, you can't take our kids." Yeah. Under any circumstance, yeah, and he, but he also acts like it's like like their reaction is somehow unique or weird. He acts like they're being the assholes. Yeah, they are. He's not. never encountered another alien species. No, I think. So, yeah, we can probably. Yeah, yeah, like it, yeah, nobody yeah. on his planet has talked to anybody not from their planet. Nobody alive. You know, they've been cloaked for the entire lifetime yeah. of everybody currently alive on the planet. They have no foundation for the way other species behave at all. So, like, this incredulity of, like, it's weird that you're so upset about this. How, did, how the fuck do you know? Right. You don't fucking know how anybody would react to this because you don't fucking talk to anybody else. Right. Because you're a bunch of insular freaks who are killing yourselves with an ozone layer or whatever. Well, they also, like, like early on, he's like, he's like, yeah, we had a lot of conflict in our history, but we came up with this with a system that, that takes care of it all, which is... If you take something, you have to give somebody something. You invented mercantilism. (laughs) (laughs) You're describing mercantilism, a a system of conflict resolution that has existed before written history. (laughs) Well, and it also fucking idiot. (laughs) It also like it's just it's just you know it's clunky writing because they're trying to set up the idea that they are going to want to give, you know, that they're right, going to try to give the Enterprise is, back, like, technology or whatever your kids, for your we'll children. We'll give you something. You didn't need that. Right. Like, we, as the viewers, didn't need the establishment. Uh, like, we didn't need that exposition for, oh, this is why they think this is okay, because they have a give something, take something. If I, Believe it or not, I've given people things in exchange for other things before. Yeah, we all know about that idea. A lot. We all, yeah. Most, a lot, all every day. Yeah. All the time. I went to the gas station, and they have this little tray of pennies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Take one, leave one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very basic system. (laughs) It's very basic. (laughs) Um, Uh, I do... Their civilization, besides the fact that their ozone is radiating their chromosomes or whatever, their civilization seems fucking great. Except for the fact... 
that they don't know how to fucking maintain it. Yeah, but I yeah, I would I mean, but like do you know how to fix your fucking iPhone? I mean, I do know how to replace my iPhone screen and I know how to like uh fix plumbing in my house and you know okay. And <laughs> and there are other people within our society. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. They, yeah, that they're so dependent on their their AI. Yeah, overlord, which we haven't even gotten to that <clears> yet. But <laughs> they're so dependent on their AI overlord that they've forgotten how to do anything, which is a problem. Yeah, they're basically <clears throat> the fucking Eloy. They're degenerate. Yeah. Um. But I mean, actually, the only thing, the thing I thought, the thing I, I that made me think that is that. They scan the kids with the beam, and they're like, "Oh, you could be a great artist, or whatever." Like, man, I would, I would have loved if somebody had scanned me at like ten years old and been like, "You should do this," because I don't know what to do now. If so, if somebody had hit me with the beam at ten years old and said, "Yeah, you should be a podcaster," <laughs> <laughs> just clearly my gift. <laughs> great gift for content, this kid. <laughs> Amazing content. <laughs> content machine over here. <laughs> You, got, you can read it right in the DNA. It just says content. I don't know. That was just a, it was just a thought. No, I get that. And I uh, the I mean, the flip side for me is it's extremely limiting. Right. It's very deterministic. Um. And so I and so my idea for a utopian scenario like that is giving people the freedom and the opportunity and the ability to learn as many things as possible. Like if I had no if if all of my basic needs were met. Right. I would probably check out sculpting. Like I like doing carpentry and woodworking shit right. like that. I would probably check out carving and uh, and see if that's something that I'm that I would be any good at. And I would probably try to learn some musical instruments as well. Sure. And you know, um, so so yeah, that that's like my vision for for a utopian scenario like that. But yeah, then the idea that these people have because Wes asks some really basic questions about their computer overlord, and the woman's like. Why would we need to know that? Yeah, it. Yeah, you, the the incuriosity of it doesn't yeah. really make any sense. Yeah, but. I I don't know how to explain to you why you should need why you would want to know how you would want to know how your world works. Yeah, how the thing that keeps you alive works. Yeah. Um, also, their computer is basically a talking periodic table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it also, it only exists in one room because at the very beginning, I know like, it's the AI that runs their entire world, but it's like it's just a table in one room. And we only see, I think, like six adults from this yeah. planet when they first uh, find the planet. It is established. Uh, uh, Deanna says that she's uh, sensing like thousands of of minds. Which, first of all, thousands of people is incredibly few people for an that entire one, planet. That is a town. Yeah. Yeah, that's one town on a planet. Uh, but yeah, all we ever see is that you have to go to this one room to talk to the custodian. So there's not computers in any where anywhere else on the that yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like we, like you said, we got to stop. We can't just do plot holes. Yeah, we can't yeah. Um it's but yeah. too much content. <laughs> yeah, and but the other thing because I do I I really like the idea of the technology that they have on this planet yeah. because it allows you, you know, it allows you to kind of harness your blah 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 whatever. Right. You can just you you basically it's all like you can you can just create things with your mind. Yeah. Um but again, I feel like that makes it even more compelling to have people explore and try different things cuz right. okay, maybe somebody's got whatever fucking specific 
sculptory brain genetics uh, that makes him better at making sculptures, but any one of us could take that tool and I and come up with something. Yeah, should be able to carve some cool crap. Make some dicks. Yeah, (laughs) first of all. (laughs) Let's be honest. If you had the sculpting tool that you just just take a picture from your mind and, and turn a block of wood into it, you would be leaving penises in all your friends' houses. <laughs> well, I mean, one specific friend's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is there is one friend of ours who would get just the largest dick carving that I could manage. Really, <laughs> finally, just out finding the biggest block of wood you could find, <laughs> cutting down trees in your backyard. <laughs> but also, so another thing that uh, because there's other there's. Fuck, I, 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 don't, I don't want to keep hammering on, on plot holes, but it's mentioned that, oh, our seas used to have uh, fish in them. So, like, this planet, yeah, is, this planet is on the is verge fucked. of, this like, planet is on the verge of, like, like absolute They're down to collapse. a couple thousand people and their seas are dead. Yeah. Like, um, you probably should have started trying to kidnap children earlier. <laughs> but or yeah, did, or some, just so, anything. Yeah, something, yeah. anything. <laughs> um, but also, the custodian hasn't figured it out. So this is a, this is an artificial intelligence that is in keeping these people alive and providing for all of their needs, presumably including their medical needs, right. for thousands of years, right. and they it, and it has not been able to figure out and suggest any uh, any fixes for the thing that Wes and Bev were able to figure out with a fucking tricorder right. in a minute and a half. Oh, like three days. Fine. It's showtime. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's still stupid. <laughs> I don't um, that. The, that musical instrument is a, is very funny to me because it is at the same time a miracle of technology that you can just think music and then it makes it. And it is also the shittiest synthesizer in the world. It's a Simon game. <laughs> yeah. Like it just sounds like absolute dog shit. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is literally just a Simon game. That is all that fucking thing is. Uh, so we get into Act Three, and we've got passive resistance. Fucking finally, the kids decide to fight back. Yeah. But again, they're not doing the basic thing that I think children are so fucking good at, which is just making absolute just active resistance noise and chaos. Yeah, yeah. like why passive resistance? Yeah. They're not going to hurt you. Yeah. First of all, they're all old and frail as shit, and yeah. they can't even handle the, the the hope of their civilization. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, fuck shit them up. up. Yeah. Fuck Flip them a up. table over for Christ's sake. <laughs> they bring you a fl- plate of fruit, fling it across the goddamn room. Yeah. Just sit there all polite and quietly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to quote, uh, to quote my one of my favorite podcasts. Not talking about this at all, but uh, but the problem is that you're all brains and no cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> so the captain uh, gets back down and gets to go talk to the kid because Radish doesn't know how to deal with children. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny moment. Oh, yep. Oh, so sorry. Before this, uh, Harry, I mean, it might be after this. I don't fucking know. Um, Harry's talking to his adopted parents. Yeah. He makes a dolphin sculpture uh-huh. or whatever. He lived by the ocean on Zoltar 
yeah, or whatever. What Zoltar Nine or whatever. And there were dolphins in that. Why are there dolphins on Zoltar? And also, his dad is an oceanographer, which is a thing that you need on your spaceship. Okay. <laughs> I will defend this <laughs> in saying that it is a, it's an exploratory vessel, so they are going to go to all sorts of different planets, so they need somebody whose specialty is studying bodies of water on planets. Okay. What does he do most of the time? Holodeck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we solved that one. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so Radish has to get Picard to come down and talk to the kids because Radish isn't any good with kids, and Picard doesn't at that time say, what is the absolute truth? Me Which neither. is like, yeah, me neither. Yeah, like, I don't I know. I feel you, to... buddy. <laughs> so he gets zapped over to the room the kids are in, so he can show us that he is not good at child. <laughs> and the little redhead girl comes up and just like puts her arms up to him, and he literally is like, he says hello, <laughs> which is exactly what I would do in that situation. <laughs> It was. <laughs> he just he looks at her as though he legitimately does not understand yeah. why she is pointing her arms at him. <laughs> this is classic. It's exactly what I would do. I mean, it was it was unnerving. Almost it was like too relatable. <laughs> um, and then yeah, back to the, like Crusher finally figuring out what the problem is. Um, I love the. Uh, the the shoehorning in of a uh, a late twentieth century environmentalist uh, issue into <laughs> the future space. Yeah, remember, remember when we cared about the ozone layer? <laughs> I don't. I think like we we fixed we fix it. it. Yeah, it's we fixed. fixed it. Right. It was, a, it was honestly a very easy fix. Yeah. Um, unlike the thing that's going to kill us all in the next fifty years. What Donald Trump? Well, climate change. Oh right. Um, because the ozone layer thing was just like we just need to use different chemicals. Yeah. The climate change thing is we need to stop taking things out of the ground and lighting them on fire. <laughs> Fires are cool, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Keep the content going. I got to get another beer. Okay. Uh, so I want the the last thing um, that the the last thing that was on my my uh, my note sheet was the interaction between Harry and his dad. So they finally get the kids. They figure out what the problem is. They get the. Uh, Freaking! Uh, they they go look at the the inside of the custodian, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we should probably stop getting cancer from our robot computer from this giant glowing that we don't evil know what it is." Like, looking ass thing. <laughs> like the first time Wes goes into the custodian's room, he asks the woman that that he's with, "Hey, what do you know? What what's behind that door?" And she's like, "I don't know." What? How do you? What do you mean you don't know? What's? How, yeah. Also, Radish doesn't know. It's he's, one. Thing, he's like, yeah. where are we? And it's like you've never looked in that door. What were you? What have you been doing? It's like if you had a door in your house, you just never opened. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's one. It's it's one level, which is still unacceptable that you guys don't know how to fix anything around here, but that you haven't haven't even looked. You don't even like nobody's even been in this room. What do you like? That doesn't make any fucking sense. So anyway, they they finally get the kids back and they help the Aldeans like fix their technology so they can uh, reproduce on their own or whatever. Uh, but there's a shot of Harry and his dad going down the hallway, and Harry's like, "Dad, I want to be an artist," and his dad's like, 
Oh, you can be anything you want to. And Harry's like, but I don't want to study calculus. And his dad's like, tough shit, kiddo. (laughs) You can do anything you want, but also you have to do a bunch of shit you don't want. That's not how this works, man. (laughs) That's not how liberty works at all. (laughs) We're going to compromise. I know that you want to be an artist and you don't want to study calculus. I want you to study calculus and don't give a fuck about your creative expression. So we're going to compromise. We're going to compromise. By me saying you can be an artist, (laughs) but shut the fuck up and go back to calculus class. Yeah. That is not how liberty works. <laughs> you can uh, do anything you want in the two hours of free time you have between yeah. your job and... <laughs> you can do everything you, you want once you have finished the prescribed uh, education that you have to go through in order to be a member of this yeah. society. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I'm pro-basic educational like, standards no, I know, and shit but like, like that. <laughs> it's, just, it, it's just played as a compromise and it just fucking isn't. Well, yeah, and it's also like... I mean, I always say this, but this is supposed to be a far future utopia, blah, blah, blah. The way education works now, especially public education, it's more about preparing you to just go to work than it is about, like, teaching you necessarily. Like, it does teach you stuff, but, like, so much of the way it's structured, and and it's not, this isn't conspiratorial, like, this is on purpose, this is documented, that, like, it's structured around, like, a factory job like what a factory job would be like you have to fucking get there at a certain time you sit you know you like it's designed right, and whether to, it, yeah to, whether it's a factory or whether it's a you know a, it's it's designed to get you used to the way that the right. your adult to spend your work life. to spend the day doing shit you don't want five days a week yeah yeah i mean it's also like it 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 also helps to identify skills and develop those skills and blah, blah, blah. Right. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. The, the idea that, that, within, that they still need to treat children like that. Yeah. 500 years in the future is like, yeah. Within no. this Federation society that, yeah, that everybody still has to take math class when, if they, if, the, yeah, if they do have the ability to identify different skills. Right. Anyway. Yeah. We're not going to we're we're not going to solve the federation educational system in this on this podcast. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the end of my notes. You got anything that's else on this? I got. I think. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I got. There uh, there was a funny moment when they were negotiating, quote unquote. There's like fruit baskets on the table, <laughs> and. Uh, Radish offers like, oh, I, I can tell you about areas of the galaxy you've never even known about. Okay. Um, yeah. And he's like, what else do you want? And it, I just thought it'd be very funny if like one of them, either Picard or Crusher, was like, can I have a banana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, the, the dog has unplugged my headphones. Yep. He's, he's tired of this podcasting. <laughs> uh, join us next week when something. Yeah. Join us next next week when our episode will be Home Soil. Interesting. Did they go to Earth? Uh, bye. As usual, we're ending with a band. Yeah. <laughs> we're really good at ending this thanks, show. Thanks for staying with us this long. Yep. Hopefully I edited edited some of this out. Hitler! (laughs) God, no! (laughs)